However, your parents fucked you up, didn't fuck you up that much because that confidence <laughs> is next. I could learn a thing or two about that confidence right there. Jeez. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad is taking a break from doing the podcast with me. So now I'm chatting with people whose parents screwed them up. So, okay. Are you, I'm like, whoa. So when he, are you, do you talk to your dad now? Did you see him in jail? So he didn't, he didn't have to do any prison time. He had to do community oh, okay. service. Um, he did get out and then I guess an attempted murder changes people uh, <laughs> when, when life flashes before your eyes. Yeah, and yeah. quite frankly, you're the reason it's happening that way. Yeah. You start to see things a little differently. And he, he reached out. In the beginning, like when I was when I went to the new high school, um, yeah, we when we moved in with my mother's family, her father got really sick. My like the grand the guy that like taught me everything how to yeah. be a man. Cute. He was dying, oh. and um, Jesus. So he ended up dying, and then my father was like, "I I gotta try and be there for him," and he didn't. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't let him. Like yeah. he would like send me a letter. He would send me shoes, and I'd send the letter and shoes back. I was you, like, I'd you were rather. Like, I'm not forgiving you. Yeah, I would rather be barefoot than accept. Like you can't buy my yeah. love. Yeah. Um. So he got he he ended up getting scared. He started being afraid of trying to communicate to me and talk to me. And then, so you have all that stuff going on with my father, but then you have my mother. I didn't know she was an addict. Yeah. Right? You're a kid. I'm a kid. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So there was all this stuff that my father was dealing with. Yeah. That I had no fucking clue. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm the one that has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So now all that impetus, the anger and frustration that was dealing with my father now was being directed at her. Because mm-hmm. now I'm seeing like, oh, you were kind of the guy behind the scenes, the puppet master. Mm-hmm. You were telling bad information or embellishing or whatever there was um there was a moment when i was like eight she had a friend over another drug addict and they were like you know do you talk to your dad now did you see him in jail so he didn't he didn't have to do any prison time he had to do community service um he did get out and then i guess an attempted murder changes people uh, when, <laughs> when life flashes before your eyes. Yeah, and yeah. quite frankly, you're the reason it's happening that way. Yeah. You start to see things a little differently. And he, he reached out in the beginning. Like when I was, when I went to the new high school, um, yeah, we, when we moved in with my mother's family, her father got really sick. My, like the grand, the guy that like taught me everything, how to yeah. be a man, Cute. he was dying. Oh. And, um, Jesus. so he ended up dying. And then my father was like, I, I gotta try and be there for him. And he didn't oh. like, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't let him like, yeah. he would like send me a letter. He would send me shoes and I'd send the letter and shoes back. I was you, like, I'd you rather, were like, I'm not forgiving you. Yeah. I would rather be barefoot than accept. Like you can't buy my yeah. love. Yeah. Um, so we got, he, he ended up getting scared. He started being afraid of trying to communicate to me and talk to me. And then, so you have all that stuff going on with my father, but then you have my mother. I didn't know she was an addict. Yeah. 
because right? you're a kid. I'm a kid. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So there was all this stuff that my father was dealing with yeah. that I had no fucking clue. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm the one that has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So now all that impetus, the anger and frustration that was dealing with my father now was being directed at her because mm-hmm. now I'm saying like, oh, you were kind of the guy behind the scenes, the puppet master. Mm-hmm. You were telling bad information or embellishing or whatever. There was... um. There was a moment when I was like eight. She had a friend over, another drug addict, and they were like, you know, smoking cigarettes and doing pills or whatever. And this woman was really mean to me. Like, love picking on me, just love. Yeah. And my mom would get a kick out of it. Right. And I remember like saying something back to this woman and my mom kicking me in the back. Whoa. You're like, bitch, do you not see what I did to my fucking dad? Well, this was before. This was way before. And she had videotaped this interaction between me and this woman. Whoa. So basically positioned it in a way where like I was being bad. I was being mouthy. I was being disrespectful. So would only like use the camera to show me doing that and my reaction. Then when she kicked me in the back, camera's off. So of course I spaz out. Yeah. Father comes home because she's on the phone telling him, I have footage of your son, blah, 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 blah. He comes home and beats the shit out of me. Wow. Now, this is something where I thought like, oh, I was being mouthy. I was being wrong. And in fact, it was like I was being set up to be that way. Yeah. He ended up finding uh, the video camera and seeing the footage. And there was a part where she had put the camera down where the the screen was black, but he could you could still hear. Yeah. And she, he could hear them laughing and laughing and like getting me riled up and watching me be upset. I, I remember, um, this night she had went off because he like flipped out on her or whatever. And she was gone for a night or two. And he was like, maybe it's just always going to be you and I. And that was from that moment. So he had beat me and then like found that out and felt really bad. So that is like. That moment, that one moment is something that I've always thought, like, maybe he thought beating me that way was his way of um, punishment. Yeah. Maybe this is what he thought he had to do. And maybe because he was with this woman that was manipulative because she was an addict and that's what they do. Maybe that's what propelled him to be this way. Right. So that softened a lot of okay. like my anger and turmoil towards him. Okay. Um, and I start to learn more and more about her yeah. as like she became my guardian. And I remember my aunt being on the phone with me throughout this the, the lawyer process and them fighting or whatever. And her saying, once you are 18, that white woman will want nothing to deal with you. No. Because she was the... Courts had forced him to pay child support for the three oh of us. Oh, my Lord. And sure shit. No. I turned 18. Fuck off. And at that point, she had like was sleeping with my best friend's dad because oh. they had split up. That's a whole nother story. I didn't like that. I ran away. And then she like, like this was like before my 18th. I had ran away. She stopped. That whole thing stopped. She started talking to my father again. Um, so, yeah, 
I got a I got a scholarship mm-hmm. from the school. I was like the unsung hero. There's like this unsung hero award that they give out to two student athletes. You have to have a 3.5 GPA or above. You have to be a captain of whatever sports team. You have to do extracurricular activities. And there has to be some extenuating circumstances inside or outside your home that's affecting you. Mm. This this will be the second time that anybody has heard the majority of this story. The first time was the fucking auditorium when they were handing me that award. Whoa. They were like, this young man has uh, conquered an abusive household. He um, took care of his family when his grandfather was dying from cancer. He's worked a part-time job, 30 hours a week, captain of the football team, um, and has kept a 3.5 GPA. Give it up for Rob Smallwood. Wow. I remember sitting in the crowd and like hearing the first two things, and I'm like, what the f- Why are they saying this stuff? Yeah. Then they said my name, and I remember the applause came from the teachers. Did you know it was coming? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Had no idea. Okay. And I remember the students, they knew about my grandfather. They didn't know all the other stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the room shifted Ooh. on how they looked at me. Wow. And it was so embarrassing because it was like, oh. I didn't want you guys to know any of that. Yeah. I'm just a kid. Yeah, my grandfather was dying and everyone knows that, but that's cancer, everybody. Like, I'm yeah. being who I'm supposed to be. So... I had to answer a whole bunch of questions. I remember there's this girl, her name's uh, Andrea Cher. She sucked her dick. No. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> her parents were sitting behind me, and they they were Jewish, but. So that's why she didn't suck your dick? No. They, she was told to break out with me because I was black. No. And they were the ones that did it. But once all of that came out, like in this auditorium, I I got up and for some reason they were the first part people I saw and I saw the shame in their face. Oh, wow. And um, everything that they had told their daughter or thought about me like fucking flooded back to them. Damn. And I remember that moment. So then once the everything was over, there was like a, a meet and greet with the parents and, you know, my best friend's parents had came or whatever and, you know, we were all sitting around and took pictures. But... They came up to me and they were like, we had no idea that this was your life. And, um, you know, we're congratulations and we're happy for you. Wow. But that was their little bit of way of being like, we were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So we fucked up anyway. Um, so you turn 18. So I turned 18. All that happened. I got that scholarship with that scholarship. I got uh, $500 towards books okay. and a computer and stuff like that. It's like no money to put towards, but, no but you'll take, what you, the, take what you yeah. get. Guess who took that money? No fucking way. My mom took that money. She took that money and says, you'll get this money when I decide you on what car you get and um, when, you know, you're ready to go to college. No. Then you'll get this money. No. She went and bought herself a computer. No. $500 computer, which was the $500 that I got that was supposed to be in my bank account. Because she created a joint bank account that I had no access, by the way. That was supposed to be for me. Holy shit. Um, All my checks from working at the movie theater were going into that bank account, et cetera, et cetera. So when she took that money, I went to work and told them, 
give me my money and my payment and checks now. I'm starting my own bank account, whole thing. Um, so yeah, she took that money, bought herself a computer. And I had started to like start to see what was happening. College was coming around. I got accepted into four different colleges. Two of them offered me, one of them offered me a full scholar, or more like a third of a scholarship. So it was like, I would only had to pay like 10%. Basically. Okay. Yeah. The other one offered me half a scholarship and the other one was a full ride. It was for football and track. Wow. But it was in Maryland. It was in Western Maryland. It was back in Carroll County. I didn't want to go back there. Yeah. Um. And so, but I went to go to New York and it was St. John's in New York. I was very excited because it was for film and television. Cool. And I remember my grandmother, she was like, if something happens to you, you're all the way in New York. If something happens here, you're all the way in New York. Your brother and sister need you now. Worst feeling in the world. So I didn't go. Oy. So I went to, which was at the time, Village Lily College, which ended up being Stevenson University when I graduated, um, which was down the street. And can you, just, for, can you do blow like after the episode? Sorry. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> And, uh, I had, uh, that school was the one that gave me like a third. So I had to get like, um, student loans, et cetera, stuff like that. So she took that $500. And then when I needed like a co-parent to sign the FAFSA, she refused. No, she refused to sign the FAFSA, refused to do any of the school paperwork. So basically it was either I get this paperwork done or I don't go to school. Whoa. I had everything else paid for. I had scholarship money. Not just the $500 she took, but yeah. because yeah. like I had good grades, Stevenson was like, oh, we'll give you money money yeah. to come here. Yeah. This is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Not only was I a great enough athlete, but I was a great enough student yeah. to get a scholarship. Like, this is like the black dream. Yeah. And lo and behold, it was a white woman that was keeping me from No it. fucking so way. She didn't want to do it. So then I went on the computer that she bought with my money and tried to find my birth mom. This is all full circle. And uh, once she started to look at my search history, she saw that I was trying to find my birth mom, which then I wasn't 18 yet would have taken me. She could have essentially taken me. She would have stopped getting the child support. You see where this is all yes. going. So she locked me out of the computer. I couldn't use the computer. Oh my, my brother God. and sister could use the computer, but I couldn't. So I asked my I think it was my brother because my brother's like a tech genius. I asked him to log in and he logged in and I got the last bit of information I needed. What? Called my birth mom. That was a horrible day. This is like none of this goes great. Okay. So I called her and once the information was found that I called my birth mom to fill out this paperwork, my mom freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Then got back with my dad. No. Packed up all the stuff, left me at her mother's house. No. Oh my God. So all this is happening, and this is the some like two months before I have to go into college, like my freshman year. Yeah. And I have to figure this money stuff out. Yeah. So finally she like this was her last thing. She was like, You can go find your birth mother if you want. Your father and I are gonna go walk with God. Oh. And if you wanna be on the outs, you can. Which is a wild fucking what? thing to say. Yeah. And 
she's like, I filled out your paperwork, but you still don't have enough. And the reason why I didn't have enough is because she waited so long to fill out the FAFSA. She had filled it out when they had sent it. I would have got more scholarship money. I would have gotten more money, but because or whatever. So it was kind of her way of being like, I did it. I did it. And you're still like, you're still not good enough to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my birth mother wants to meet me um, after I was now 18. So I guess technically this was like 14 years, 15 years, right? So she comes up to the movie theater for my job and like she's crying and I'm like tearing up a little bit, but I'm also like, I don't know you bitch. Right. Yeah. 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 So we're like talking or whatever. And I was dressed the way that I dressed or whatever. And she says, I don't like the way you dress. I don't like how you talk. Like you're not who I would have raised you to be. That fucking hurt. Yeah. Like it was just like, why? Like, why would you, you didn't even raise me. So get out of here. Right. Yeah. So, she took me to meet my grandmother, like, and I'm saying meet, but I had to like meet these people again. Yeah. My grandfather had just passed away, the guy that was in control of all the money. Oh yeah, I forgot she's rich. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is the craziest story. Okay. Yeah. So, it was just a weird timing of coincidences, and so I went out there and I met my grandmother. I could barely understand her because I don't, I'm not from Trinidad. I haven't been around it. Mm. And she left me there. She left me there overnight. Like, I just met really? this woman, and then she left me there. Everybody keeps leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing a theme, huh? So, uh... You're like, file goes west. Yeah. So then, um... She comes back the next day, and she sits down, and we're all talking about, like, what is supposed to be happening with my life. Uh-huh. And where I'm at. And I explain the whole thing, and this old woman gets up, and she goes into, like, this folder, and sits down... And she's like, your school's covered. Wow, I just got goosebumps. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, in our tradition, when a child is born, we get savings bonds. Yes. When they're born. Uh Uh-huh. And then we just let it mature. And then when they become 18, they get that money and then they they start their life. It's kind of like... My mom did that too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Rumspringer for the the Amish, right? Like that's like a, it's like a cultural thing. So I didn't know this. Yeah. My father, my adopted mom, none of them saved for me. Like no one thought about my future. But this old Trinidad woman did. Now, the catch is she didn't know me. She wasn't about to just hand me $20,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she gave it to my mom. Oh, no. No. My mom took Wait, me Wait, which one? White mom? My birth mom. Birth mom, okay. And my birth mom oh, no. got cut off because she kept getting in trouble and wasn't the greatest at holding down a job. Oh, no. My birth mom took me out for a shopping spree to get clothes, things that she wanted me to dress in. Took the... I had only needed to cover the first semester and second semester. I think it was like six or seven grand. Went there and paid that. So both my semesters were covered okay. at that point. And then took the rest of that money and did whatever the fuck. No! What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. So when that happened, when I realized what was happening, oh my God. because she also was, like, very angry with my father still. 
had, had made this comment like if you need anything you need to go ahead and call your father because he's supposed to be the man in this situation so i was like but the money like that was for That's me mine. yeah she was like your grandmother didn't trust you with that because she doesn't know who you are and i don't trust you with it either so essentially took the money oh my god so all of this was happening and i was just like you know my mother got back with my father my birth mother was whatever she was yeah i was like i can't i can't fucking get a break i can't do this yeah if i accept this if I accept this woman or I go back with my mother and my father, I will continue the cycle of being that. Yeah. At that point, I have gone through three different therapy sessions. I had gone through a church therapy and all they kept saying is statistically, this is where you're supposed to be. You are here because we are going to beat those statistics. Right. In my mind, that's all I kept hearing. If I follow this path, I'm going to be an addict. I'm going right. to beat my significant other. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a criminal. Like those, that's what was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to find a way. I'm, I, I'm going to go to school. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to get the best grades I could. I didn't, um, did I worked it. a, I worked a full-time job, right? Like I school college is much different than high school yes yes high yes. school i could work a job work 30 hours i was smart enough to do my homework in class when they passed it out or at lunch um but yeah, college no. oh yeah, yeah no they eat you alive exactly they expect you not to sleep exactly so i wasn't um i wasn't ready for it but i also like that was just the bare minimum for me in my mind i was just like i just got to get to college mm -hmm. If I can say I went to college, I've done everything mm -hmm. my family couldn't have done. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about graduating college. I didn't think about like the career or what I would do. It took a, a, a very caring and dearing professor who saw how great of an artist I was to like, what is it that you want to do? What do you see your life being? I mean, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've never thought that far. Yeah. And it took all of that and you know, by the grace of them and a team of professors that literally were like, we need to find a way to get this kid through college. Wow. Um, I was doing like fucked up shit in college too. Well, that's what we do though. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was so good at art, painting, drawing, figuring like stuff. I knew I was more talented than my peers. Yeah. And I knew my teachers knew that. So I knew, fuck you. I'm not going to do your homework. I'll do your homework in class. I'll do it so well that you have to help me. You have to, yeah. you're going to have to pass me because I'm, I'm doing the homework. Mm -hmm. I just didn't do it at home. Mm -hmm. So what started happening is that they started changing my exams. They had me start doing other projects that my other, other students weren't. I had to come in on Saturdays and do certain work. Like they were, they're challenging. They you were challenging me and keeping you on course. Yeah. I had one professor, my fine arts professor, she sat like she would bring models in we would have to draw or whatever but then what started happening is that she would sit me she would put the um the, my easel in front of like whatever we were drawing that day and then she would take the rest of the class and wrap them around me wow what? that's fucking weird it was and she would make me draw mm -hmm. and just watch and she'd start teaching on how i was doing oh, my interesting. drawings cool she's like how he's mapping 
from the outside in and shading and it was yeah. it was cool it made me feel cool but it was also like y'all see what i'm doing yeah so so then did you first of all when you're at school were you in touch with either did you just cut everybody out cut everybody out you cut fucking everybody out everyone out and did you graduate and i graduated oh my god and And, um my father is like i wanted him there okay at the end of it all in part i wanted him there because it was like after everything you put me through look where i got bitch. look where i got yeah that was one two you gave up yeah like in his own life he just gave mm-hmm. up and i just wanted to prove the point of like i got thrown everything mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong like i said before there were people in my neighborhood that had much worse situations mm-hmm. way worse mm-hmm. um but this was mine. Mm-hmm. And that is why at the very end of this, out of everything, being able to graduate college, have a degree, have a career that allowed me to pack up my car and drive across country and like make substantial money. Mm-hmm. Also being good at comedy, mm-hmm. like something that I'm actually focusing on. Right. After all of that, I wouldn't change anything that happened to me. Okay. You see, like, yeah. I understand how crazy that sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand like that. Well, you like, got to a good place. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you learn and you became who you are. But do, like, do you, I, yeah, I always ask, uh, like, w- yeah, you're like, you wouldn't change it. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. would you rather a dad that's there that beat you or a dad that's absent? But you kind of literally had both of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. do you talk to him? Do you talk to any of these people now? So I don't talk to either mothers. My so my birth mother did one more again. She found me through my comedy page. Wild story. Somebody at her work, a clip popped up. It was me. No. All these people are around a desk laughing. And she comes through and she goes, That's my son. Oh my God. Wild. And oh it was my actually God. my tape from um Hot Tub. Okay. That they were watching. Okay. Hot Tub has my email. She goes she goes to my comedy website page or whatever. Has my website page. Yeah. Which has my email. She then has her coworker reach out to me because she's nervous. Coworker reaches out to me on Facebook. She's like, hey, I know your mom. I work with her. You're watching your clip. She wants to talk to you. Oh, my God. She gets my number. Um, you know, she's not apologetic but she's like you know i've lost all this time she's regretful Mm -hmm. but then she starts to carry the relationship like she's been there like i'm your mother you should listen to me and it's like no no right yeah i was at this point i was 32 and i was just like (laughs) i don't have anything for you yeah yeah this space like these spaces are already filled up with who i'm like responsible to yeah you're an extra yeah and i've always been extra to you let's keep it that way yeah good for you and she you know like tried to do the whole guilt trip thing of like your grandmother's getting old and she doesn't know i was like that woman doesn't give a fuck about me yeah like she could have got a private investigator she's got money like i'm not dumb yeah right yeah so then that was that my adopted mom we had a falling out i had an audition for um nbc's stand-up showcase Uh and I made it to the pre-finals or whatever. I did, like, I had sent in. They were like, oh, you don't need to do the audition part. Did the showcase spot. And then 
made it to didn't make it to that that next space because they had like a select five comics that they were picking and everyone was a like a certain asian white white guy Mm -hmm. black guy whatever the black guy they chose was very mr Mm cooper-esque they -hmm. knew what they wanted and that's how that goes so i'm telling her the show on the phone and she was like oh you should tell him he's not black enough and i wait the white woman said that (laughs) it's a very white thing to say and again i i told you all this stuff about race has followed me for so long that i finally in the last couple of years have gained a stance of yeah. like, no, that's not, that's not fair. And I said to her, I was like, you know, I don't want to say that because white people used to tell me that all the time. Yeah. And she was like, no one ever told you that. I was like, they did. You're like, you're not in my fucking shoot. And you're like, you don't know about it because you were fucking at it. Yeah. 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 And yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. see it. Yeah. And she got so upset, like so upset. And you're, she was like, you're yelling at me. I was like, I'm not yelling. I'm just giving you a position. Yeah. And she hung up on me. And I sent her this long text and I said, listen, I'm 34. No, I was 33. I was like, I'm 33. I've been doing this for 10 years on my own. Yeah. Without your help, with your sabotage. At this point, if you're not calling me to have a real relationship, uh, like a constructive relationship Mm -hmm. and heal boundaries or respect my boundaries. I don't need it. And she never responded. Didn't say anything. COVID happened. Never checked on me. Never asked if I was okay. I actually got COVID in the beginning. Yeah. Had no one to call, called her. Didn't answer. No. So that was enough. Yeah. And then the last time I saw her was at my sister's baby shower. And, you know, she had, like, sent me some care package for my birthday, like, of snacks and stuff. Stuff that I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Like, junk food. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, like, trying to be in shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't eat that. But I didn't realize it was from her. But I didn't want to throw it away. It said, to my son, oh. no matter what happens, you'll always be mine. And I didn't know if it was for my birth mother, father, or her. So confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. So I didn't throw it away, but I didn't call anybody either. Yeah. I was like, someone will contact me and be like, hey, did you get this? Mm-hmm. So I'm at my sister's baby shower. I'm sleeping on the couch. She comes out in the middle of the night and wakes me up. She's like, hey, I just want to talk to you and kind of clear the air and find out, did you ever get that package I sent you? I was like, what package? She was like, oh, you must have thrown it away. I was like, what? I was like, oh, that was you. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, how the fuck would I know that was from yeah. you? Like, I, yeah. You don't call, you don't text, yeah. write, whatever. You do none of that. And then you send me a random package and I'm supposed to know. Like, I haven't gotten a happy birthday, Merry yeah, Christmas, like, nothing. Yeah, it's very. So, um, you know, we, she was like, well, I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm not telling your sister not to have her father here. And I was like, none of this has anything I, to I do with care. me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm here for her. And that's that. Yeah. So that all happened. The party happened. She takes pictures of my sister and I, and we, she needed something for the um house. And my mom was like, I don't want to go by myself. Can you come with me? I was like, yeah, I'll go. She's like, you can stay in the car. And she's like, I'll pull up front. She doesn't pull up front, pulls in a parking lot. None of this is important. This part's important. <laughs> she's like, 
I thought I was like, I thought you were gonna have me come pick you up from the front. She was like, I texted you, you didn't respond. I was like, I got no text message yeah. from you. So we get back to the house. Um, we all go to bed. Next day, my sister wakes up, takes my mom to the airport. She comes back. She's like, Can I ask you something? I was like, yeah, what's up? She's like, Did you block mom? And I go, No. She's like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah. I was like, Here's her number in my mm -hmm. phone. You can look at it. Mm -hmm. She's like, It doesn't say block. She says, She said you blocked her. I was like, No, I didn't. Bitch. Literally, while my sister's talking to me, all these text messages come through of the photos that she took from the party. And I was like, so what were you saying about me blocking her? And she just watched it. She oh watched it right God. there. That was my last interaction. Wow. I was like, I don't. You're, you're like, I can't play right. this mind game with you. So, you know, and that's when, you know, you go through therapy and they tell you uh -huh. those are the tactics. Those are yep. the things they do. Yep. Even though she's clean now, she still doesn't know how to... Take responsibility. Uh, take responsibility or communicate. Mm -hmm. She still communicates like an addict. Yeah. Because that's how that's, she's done in her yeah. entire life. So that was her. My father is the last one where he came to my, I did a show in Baltimore where I came back for the first time and he came and it was emotional and, you know, I hugged him, but he wasn't talking to my brother and sister. So he's talking to me, but he's not talking to my brother and sister. Yeah. My mom's there. She's there with her new husband. And it's just a weird thing. Um, And then he came to like my, my, they threw me like a going away celebration before I left. And he came to that. And he went to say, he was like, I just wanted to tell you how proud I am. And I was like, listen, I don't need that from you. Yeah, like, yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. I understand this moment yeah. is very hard for you. Yeah. And what you're trying to say, like you feel like this is the thing you need to say, but this was all built without you. Mm -hmm. I don't need to hear this. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. say like, good job, good job and good yeah. luck. Yeah. I don't need to hear like you've overcome and I'm so proud of you and I'm so sorry. I don't need to hear that. Yeah. You're now at that point. Cause I moved here at 30, all this, you know, I was like, you're 10 years too late. Yeah. I don't need to hear this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just turn your TV on and be ready. Like, yeah, that's it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So, you know, I go back time to time and he was there and he's around and he was dating this woman. He tells us he wasn't dating her because she was like freshly out of divorce, but he was living with her. And she's not, she's just a friend. You know, he had broken his leg or whatever and she was taking care of him and this whole fucking thing. Anyway, I wake up one sunny LA filled morning to a text message from this woman who's telling me that my father is the worst man that she's ever met oh and she can God. see why none of his kids talk to him. Oh and God. I'm so sorry you had to go and deal through all the things you had to deal with from your father. Wow. I now understand your father's a bad man, blah, blah, blah. And it's all broken English because she can barely speak English. Yeah. And I call my aunt and she's on the phone with my uncle and they're already talking about it because she had sent that to everybody, wow. but sent me a personal one. Yeah. So she puts me on the line and I start talking and they start dying, like are in tears laughing. And I'm like, what is happening? She was like, your father is a piece of shit. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know that. What, yeah. what made y'all catch on? Apparently, my father during his um, physical therapy sessions was going to 
physical therapy and basically fucking his physical therapist. Oh my god. He had no job, no money. This he woman just, he was just paying a fuck. Yeah. He was being a fuck literally being a fuck boy. Like it's the wildest shit to me. You have nothing to your name and this woman is taking care of you. That is insane. It gets wilder. Oh my god. I'm like, we gotta wrap I up. Know. Like give me He yeah. takes you know the money we were all getting during the pandemic? Yeah. He's taking a social security check and his pandemic money. He's saving up to buy his physical therapist a diamond ring. No way. And he's still living with the woman that is taking care of him and still fucking her. Oh, my still fucking her. God. This is why karma and fate will always take care of you. Yes. They're laying in bed after a, a rowdy time. And he starts to have a seizure. No. Starts to have a seizure. He hadn't had seizures for like six to seven months at that point. Oh, in time. my God. He was better. Starts having a seizure. She's freaking out. She's butt-ass naked. He's butt-ass naked. She runs down the steps, grabs his cell phone to call 911. It's locked. His cell phone's never locked. She can't think about that right now, so she goes down the hall to grab her cell phone, calls 911, gets some dressed. They come, pick him up, take him to the hospital. And she's sitting there thinking, why the fuck was his phone locked? It's never locked. Goes on the internet. Looks how to break a phone, opens his phone, finds text messages between him and this therapist, finds photos from a church friend that's in this prayer group that they're all in, by the way. This therapist is in their fucking prayer group. Oh, my God. It's wild. Of photos of him in a suit that she bought him on one knee, handing this bitch a ring. No, 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 no. She loses it. Oh my god! She loses it. Was giving this guy everything, clothes, shoes, and not like, not like fucking beater sneakers, like fucking Balenciagas, like fuck whatever you can imagine. Had my father dripped up, picks this man up from the hospital with a garbage bag full of clothes, and is like, she's driving to my uncle's house, and he's like, where are you going? She was like, you're the biggest piece of shit I've ever met. And I never want to see you again. And she was like, all your shit's in here. I don't give a fuck where you go, but you're not staying with me. Wow. And he goes, where the fuck is my phone? And this is a Christian man, by the way. Where's my phone? She was like, oh, the phone I'm paying for is back at my house. Wow. Good for her. He hit her. (gasps) Whoa. He hit her. And that was the thing. Like, she was just going to, like, break up with him and be done. But then he hit her. And then that's what forced her to send the message to everybody. Oh, my God. And then I was just like. He hasn't changed. Fuck it. So I'm back to. Yeah. I, my aunt is my mom. Okay. And there you go. That's. Rob, this that's was the, that's the, story. the craziest <laughs> yeah. fucking story. Yeah. That's a movie. Maybe. Oh I my god! I, I feel like it's too precious to be like a a coming of age story. <laughs> okay, well, and precious the movie precious like yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, much yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Oh my god! Well, okay. I kind of want to like touch base. If you talk to anybody again, will you yeah. tell me, and then we'll revisit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much. No that problem. was the craziest story. <laughs> Kudos to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you got through 
all of this and I'm glad yeah. you have your Anna. I was going to be like, do you have anybody? Yeah. But you are yeah. a fucking superhero. Do you have Thank anything you, you want to plug? Uh, no. Uh, you can check me out on uh, The Gentleman Weekly. That's a podcast with me and my homie, okay. Keith Johnson. Cool. Uh, and also on your show tomorrow at Bar Yeah. Right. And what, what's your Instagram and stuff? Oh, um, the Rob Smallwood. And that's on TikTok too? And yes, that is also on TikTok. You are a legend uh, this like it. has changed my whole perspective of you i'm like <laughs> i'm ugh, you can yeah that is i'm speechless that was yeah. the wildest story thank there you, you for coming and no, sharing it holy shit <laughs> all right see ya <laughs>